Welcome to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast, a show hosted by LeZero, the man of a thousand rants, and Wabbit, the fan favorite. This show details the latest news in the Rocket League scene, esports results, and tips and tricks on how to get better at the game, while sometimes they'll just take a random topic and see where it takes them. Thank you all for listening, and enjoy. And hello, welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast. I'm your host, Lazira, and I'm joined by Cursor. How's it going, Cursor? Doing well. How about you? I, I'm doing right. I I guess my question or my curiosity is, how does it feel like? I feel like sometimes I don't ask how someone's doing before the show, but like for some reason I was consciously aware that I asked before the show, and it feels like just ask the two, both the questions like one after the other now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but here we are. Um, yeah, I hope I hope you are doing well. I hope you are uh, relaxed. Uh, we're gonna get into things here. We have we have a whole lot of things to go over, mostly uh, land major results, and yeah. uh, we get to make fun of Messi a little bit. Not totally. Ha. Ha ha, he, take that, he, Messi. He 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 did get some part of it right, but specifically with the quadrant team. Um, it was it was a little more kind of over the place, but anyway, uh, let, let me just uh, <laughs> go through the analysis here, and they'll go right into the land major. So, uh, the first thing here is uh, I'd like to thank our patrons. So, uh, Zodiac Twenty Two, Too Much Space, Chaos Maker, Space Bear, Frank, Flux, Osmus, Caleb, Raz, Digital Toast, Paint, uh, Rook, your boy Hunty, and Young Slug. Thank you so much for your continued support. Um, another thing that I also like to shout out is we'll have the Christmas special coming up in a week. Usually we'll have like a, a little bit of a break around the Christmas special, although I don't. Yeah, I, I think I think it might be that like the, the next episode after will be like a week and a half or two weeks after. So it'll be like a little bit of a gap there, but uh, it is it is quite of a, a hefty thing. It is it is a, a monster that I'm slowly uh, feeding and becoming larger and larger. And if you want to <laughs> add to that, if you want to be part of it, um, the, uh, what I am having is there's a Google form for you to. Uh, send all of your i mean either like poetry readings or songs or anything to do uh with the holiday season you can send it there uh and i'll include it in the show and i'm going to try to bring it all together and uh hopefully it'll be amazing so uh make sure you participate uh yeah yeah um and uh i'm, I'm sure cursor will find his way on that show as well uh, and, and a, a whole notable host of, of people from the various podcasts and stuff. So I'm excited for that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> also, yeah, let's get let's get into uh, the big thing. What this episode is going to be about is the land major results. Yep. Um, maybe the first thing that we can look at is uh, I feel okay. My question to you is. Is Genji really a North American org or is it a European org? You know what I mean? Because because <laughs> I feel like you have two English players. I mean, it's a very very much an English speaking org, right? But you have an Ameri- <coughs> you have a North American uh, roster. Oh, sorry, North American organization, but a roster that is half and half. Uh, the main roster is more European though. So, so I, I what I'm trying to do here is defend, I guess. Uh, Messi's prediction that it would be like very much EU focused, right? A lot of the wins here. Oh no! Don't defend um, him. He's not here, so he he's can't not here. Himself, Why would I so defend him? Just, I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, now you can. Rip, he can't defend himself, so you can just you can just go full send here. 
<laughs> All right. Well, where's Quadrant Cursor is the question that uh, everyone might be looking at. <laughs> I, I don't know. Where did they go? I can't find them anywhere on the on the bracket. I'm not too sure. I'm not. I'm not too sure. I don't even see them in the quarterfinal bracket uh, of all the things that are happening here. Um, <laughs> they lost to Team Liquid. They lost. Who else did they lose to here? Uh, they beat KCP. They lost to Team Liquid, and then, whew, trying to skim through here as quickly as possible the results from the previous rounds. Damn, he's really just going full in. Yeah, I'm full in. Let's let's see let's let's see their journey, okay? Doesn't even they want lost to Team Secret, although just wants to go full in right now. And- yeah, yeah. What I will say is, okay, losing to Team Secret, um, maybe before before the tournament wasn't that like wasn't wasn't as big a thing. But considering considering the results that Team Secret had, that's actually not that bad. Considering how well they did in this tournament. Uh, but yeah, we don't see Quadrant, so uh, Messi's very uh, noble prediction didn't work out. Although Quadrant was on a tear in EU, so it is kind of surprising how they didn't land. I don't know if you're surprised at all by that, but... Mm, not particularly. I was I was surprised by another team, however. I'm not really... I'm kind of over Quadrant, to be honest. <laughs> you're like, I'm happy that they're not in here? <laughs> no, I just... I, uh... Sorry, I thought I was going to sneeze. I muted myself. It might come up. I apologize in advance. No, no, it was, um, it was, it was the perfect I, mute. It was the perfect mute. <laughs> I, uh, no, I just... Nothing against the players. It's just like, I feel there's like... They, they've been playing extremely well. No one can take that from them. But I think there's just... our The community, like, as far as RL Esports is concerned, has become very much a bandwagon yes-man community, where, like, if one team starts mm. popping off for a little bit, they're just like, yeah, 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 no, 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 for sure, for sure, best team. It's like... Okay, <laughs> like nobody wants to have like an original opinion about it. They just, just want to talk about the the recent success of certain teams, and it's like it gets tiring sometimes, honestly. Because there's still all these super goaded players and teams out there that maybe they just weren't performing well for a little bit, but you can't count them out just because this team's popping off at the moment, you know. Are you, was it you or Wabs that said the Team Secret would do well? Speaking of original picks, I guess. Uh, uh, that was Messi and myself. Um, okay, okay. We, we had a feeling they would do pretty well. They've been, they've been looking pretty good. I've been creeping over to the uh, the Sam streams from time to time. Um, and you've been talking about that, actually, in, in the last couple episodes, too, right? Like Yeah, like sneaking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, sneaking around, like, watching regions and players when I have time outside of, like, the apprenticeship program and work. And uh, there's, there's actually, like, quite a bit going on in the Rocket League scene right now, I'm sure. Quite uh, quite possibly that Messi or uh, Mr. Tass Waglis could uh, speak to that in more detail. Um, but just from what I'm noticing, there's, there's a lot of new up-and-coming mobile players like early this season that probably aren't getting a lot of recognition, um, mostly because the, the focus is... Um, just really on the the first major of the season and and how uh, how teams are looking going into into the first real big event, right? So, but uh, yeah, I think I think I think Team Secret still has secrets, you know. And we, we they kind of proved that at the at the major, like they they've been uh, clearly training pretty hard and and doing quite well in scrims and kind of translating it. Or rather, I could probably be corrected there. I think they've been doing all right in scrims, but it seems mm-hmm. that what what experience they're gaining from them is translating well into into land play so we actually had a discussion about uh scrims in our discord for a little bit right uh, i'm pretty sure prof and, a, and i think flux and a couple other people were talking about like mm-hmm. are these actual results but then like do they matter you know that's that's another right. big thing that they were talking about it's like right. yes and no is the answer uh yeah. is clearly 
yes it matters i mean it's a good thing if you're if you're winning in a lot of these scrims but i imagine there's some teams that are trying new things out or specifically focusing on certain things right it's true um so so i think i don't know if this was um like way back uh we had flashes of brilliance right on mm-hmm. um but i remember us having a conversation about how like when we had so many tournaments every week usually in like preparation for a major like a team will kind of be focusing on certain things and so you'll only get like that finished result of the major right it'll kind of right. lead up to the major or to the bigger tournaments at least but with yeah. how frequently they were doing tournaments you'd have teams that are like do really poorly one week it's because literally that week they were trying to like reevaluate something in the way they were playing right or try to fill some gaps or try to tweak something a little bit and it wasn't True. quite there yet um and i i think that's actually really interesting in, in this case and a part of it i think you know i think team secret playing in their own region and showing these results probably cements the fact that i imagine the players in team secret won't be moving i mean obviously money offers and all that right but sure i i think it's one of those things where it's like no you can stay in your region and just bring your region up like this i think this is a great result uh and yeah. sam sam has kind of had a history of great esports like involvement mm, um true. and i think what is the best thing is that like it's a giant like there's a lot of giant esports scene there scenes there but mm-hmm. in in like countries like like uh for us in canada the u.s or uh sometimes in, you know western europe or whatever you won't necessarily talk about them as much right but the scenes yeah. in the country themselves it's like oh this player like for instance like you know some random player is streaming and it's like wow the numbers are blowing or like some random tournament right it's happening sam and the numbers are blowing some of these other numbers out of the water right so True. um I, I just think it's great because maybe we can have rock league get onto that giant scene and, and kind of expand uh, right. which i think would be great i think um uh, it's cool you mentioned that i think part of that reason where it's kind of like like Sam being kind of overlooked for some of that. It's just there's just this there is a oversaturation of competitive sport or competitive games in general in mm-hmm. America that get quite or you know I should just say like the United States, Canada, like North America, um, they get quite a bit of a spotlight to include like even international titles, right? Like CS:GO, League of Legends, things like that. Um, where like you know we also have apex and call of duty and rocket league and like just so many esports like scenes to be a part of um and i feel like because the i I would i'm gonna go out on the limb and say like the majority of the competitive base is more than likely here where the games are developed because it's Mm -hmm. more readily accessible depending upon whether or not games open themselves up themselves up and and you know put the the finances into global infrastructure to support worldwide servers. It's like, it's kind of, this is like where the home is for them. So um, I think they, this is kind of a generalization, but they, they, they tend to, you know, excel in the, the things they're really, really, really good at. Like I think FIFA is a big one over there. I, I'm not mistaken. Mm. I believe they also had quite a bit of a, a showing in CSGO for some years. Um, I think yes. it's kind of fallen by yes. the wayside. Yes, they've had a couple for, teams. Uh, yep. Yeah, and I think, it, if I'm not mistaken, I think at one point they also had a pretty good StarCraft team too. Um, uh, specifically, uh, there's ago. there's one player who still, I, I believe still lives in Korea, right? But hmm. um, they've I think they've had, like I would say, yeah, that uh, uh, 
he was the pl- he was the non-korean player that like fit in just like moved to korea and just like <laughs> just hung yeah. out with all the people in korea uh, and yeah. it was definitely one of those like top 16 finishers in like every tournament ever and like yeah. in rocket league that might not seem like as big a deal i guess the top 16 but like in starcraft that's that's wild uh especially it's single player. yeah, yeah it's single player so you have so many more players you're playing against right it would be a rarity to see like a like a two v two game or anything like that because it's it's the game itself is meant to be played one on one. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. no in general, it, it's great that we're kind of getting uh, some of those other scenes participating. And it, yeah. I, you know, it'd be it'd be nice to knock EU and NA down a notch. You know, always oh, always totally. thinking the competition is between themselves. You know. True, uh, true. That's so how ourselves we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's why I like when SA kind of uh, went went up, right? We had the uh, was it the Falcons? Is that the first team that Ocala was on um, originally? Uh, I like I like when that kind of came up, yeah, uh, because it was a nice it was a nice change uh, of pace and like oh no, there's like this wild you know level of skill here that now we have to face. Um, Wait, SA, it, you mean Mina? I meant Mina, yeah. Yeah, but I, I bet like, I got confused for that. I was like, I, I say, I was, I meant, yeah, Saudi Arabia, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Been watching um, too much World Cup, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I bet, yeah, yeah. They beat Argentina, right? <laughs> oh no! Uh, but I mean, Argentina. No, they, they they were the ones who had that big upset at the beginning of the World Cup against Argentina, and then since then, Argentina's done really well. Anyway, uh, that's a side by for if I, if I talk to Messi. <laughs> I was about to Our say that he's going to be even even more disappointed if that happened and his team didn't win the major. Oof. <laughs> Oof, oof. Oof. Um, yeah, uh, okay. Uh, I'd like to actually also talk about Moist. Um, yeah. I'm really happy that I put them into my top eight. I think I did mm. at the, like, the last point. And it, to me, it was always that feeling of, like, okay, well, it is, you know, it is, it is Astral. It is, <laughs> you know, it is these yeah. players uh, that I feel like have a little more experience. Um, Joyo's a little younger. Uh, I think I think Joe, uh, but yeah, is but still right, equally as mechanically gifted, if not more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so it's one of those things where it's like, okay, Astro has experience. Astro's now the experienced one, right? Is that, is that wild? This seems wild. Seriously. Like I feel like I I like look away for six. Well, not look away, but you know what I mean. I'm not yeah. like paying as much attention to like these constant like scene switches, uh, and then it's like, oh, six months later, oh, okay, wow, uh, Astral, you're no longer you're no longer the rookie. You're now like you're now the veteran who's played in all these lands and has competition experience mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I, I thought this was a great result for them. Um, they I, when I was watching the finals against Genji, they didn't look too sharp. Like there was there was something that felt a little bit off from them i don't know if you felt that at all um, for moist uh i, I wouldn't say so if I, it's okay, well, fairly evenly matched to be honest maybe it was one of the ot's where there was like i think it, i believe it was the second game um it was easy it was second or third game no i think it was the third game, okay the dfh stadium where like it felt like a, a really poor way to concede a kickoff goal like it just yeah, felt yeah. like the completely wrong rotation, and I, I saw that, uh, and I was like, "Ooh, that that doesn't seem quite right." But I guess you're right. Like I'm looking, I'm looking at some of these results, and like maybe when I was watching the games, it felt like Genji had a lot more pressure than necessarily the goal difference. If that makes sense, like yeah, it felt but- like they were more in control, but they didn't necessarily uh, score so much more that like it didn't feel like it was oppressive in that sense. No, at at some points it was actually. It was really moist game to to lose. They kind of had Genji 
kind of tucked away there for a while in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, Genji did a really, really good job of kind of bouncing back mentally and kind of focusing more on just doing what they could and trying to not, you know, overextend their reach and, and do too, too much. Uh, you could see, oh God, what was it? Game three or four, I mm-hmm. think. I believe Moist was up two one, and they came back to tie it like two two, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and you could kind of see like they were they were starting to slowly come back. They were looking for holes in Moist's immaculate defense, um, and they were starting to play better as a team. So, but it was it was definitely they were proceeding with caution because for sure, for sure, that Moist was was popping off on the day for sure. Like you could tell that um, it's really only a matter of time. This this team is is developing the cohesion a lot faster than I think most people expected. Um, and it's, it's kind of showing right now. And now you have an absolute enabler of rise and two super mechanical players. Like the, the ceiling for this team is going to be ridiculous once they get in better form. I, I believe they can. I don't think that's their, I don't think that's their ceiling. I don't even think that's kind of like their, I don't even think we honestly saw their average floor play there in the, in the major I think we still have a lot more to see from that team. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing them the rest of the season. So what I'm hearing is you're, you're saying Joyo's the uh, new best mechanical player in the Rocket League scene. <laughs> I don't know if it's a new thing because he kind of proved himself last nah, year. No, no, no. I'm just thinking that Joko, you you hate that line when when we when we dub someone the new like Seriously. you know you're the <laughs> best player in the world, bar none. It's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> relax with that stuff. Have, have a unique opinion that's not just jumping on the bandwagon. Like there was, there was actually quite a lot that was going on. Like um, uh, Joryu's at what was it? The connection between Joryu's and I want to say it was I want to say it was Oli at the time. Mm-hmm. Oli was popping up from uh, Team Oxygen. Like there, there was a lot of standout players um, during the major for sure, for sure. To include uh, Vatira as well, um, Astral as well for honorable mention. Like there's, there's Oxygen a- is such a sick team like sorry like i'm just yeah no, player, sure. like man there's so many dream teams like it feels now you know what i mean yeah. all these like super rookies that are just joining together now and <laughs> it, the, and like we can talk to that because like oxygen esports against face clan and genji versus team liquid were were some of the you know closest series here that we had going to game sevens um yeah, i need to I, I need to say my apologies to team liquid uh, I, did, I, I do did, as well. <laughs> I did put them out of my top eight, I believe. Yeah, same. Uh, I didn't rate them. Um, and, and, you know, it, it's kind of hard because, once again, Gen G is just on a little bit on a tear right now. And I remember we talked about how Gen G was a team that, like, oh, like the first tournament result we saw, we're like, oh, that wasn't that good, right? But then they just absolutely destroyed every other tournament after you know mm-hmm. uh and it was because they literally lost to whatever the team that was the hottest of that tournament um right so so it's like oh no like this is now your team to beat i feel and i feel like this will be the team to beat going forward um, we'll see if they have the results in na but um they're definitely uh definitely out here uh for 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 blood i guess um yeah, v1 definitely. make it quarters i'm quite happy with uh face clan Getting a fourth, semifinal spot. You mean, you mean fourth clan? Fourth clan is yeah, yeah. They're they're the Croatia of Rocket League. Okay, <laughs> they're, they're going to be somewhere in that top mix, but you don't necessarily put them winning. But they, I mean that that is a success in itself to like so consistently be in that top mix. Yeah. Um, 
but at some point you don't want to be the second place team you know like yeah. remember when energy was just always second like there was a while where like they would always come so close you'd be like oh second third they'd win a couple tournaments but it was like oh they're never like the super big one so yeah uh, you do you you know what they remind actually i mean i was gonna say you know who they remind me of but then i'm like well i i mean I mean, this G2? is the first killer team. No, I was gonna say Rogue, and I'm like, wait, no, first killer's nah. on this team. <laughs> yeah, or he was. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, I, I yeah. don't know. I, I, there's just there's too much reliance on him. He like he he's he's so good on his own. He really, I don't know. I feel like he needs. He needs you don't think more... Sypical and Mist are, are the right? No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying. But they need to step up, maybe. Or, or... I think. It... Yeah, I think. It's hard to explain, right? This, this is this is kind of just this is just objectively speaking, right? Just, just things I'm observing, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm definitely not a good player by any means. I'm garbage GC two player. What do I know? But but like it, more it, than it, GC one players. <laughs> it, it just yeah, it, it would yeah. I'm more garbage than a GC one player because I'm GC two. I'm extra garbage. Yeah. But you, but you but, have an extra you have a garbage badge so you're allowed to talk about it a little bit more bef- yes. uh, than the G1 garbage. Pre- precisely. So, wait, G1, man, I wish I was G1 again. But but, but uh simpler times, man, simpler times. But um no, it, it's he's such a hyper carry player like I it's got to be difficult to to kind of maintain that kind of like a like a like a style or a speed or something with him considering he can he can kind of maneuver and do pretty much whatever he wants whenever he wants on the pitch within reason most of the time if not almost all of the time because he's just so wildly consistent it's pretty rare to see him out of form i would say and that being said it's like now you like how do you how do you match that energy like do you do you try and give him an enabler and a solid like goalie or like which i think is what they were trying to go for this time with this roster mm-hmm. but they're still yielding the same results and i hate to say it but maybe there's maybe there's like a a personality thing we don't know about that seems mm-hmm. to be the topic of discussion and why it gets memed all the time. So, like he's always there for when they want to like kick somebody and find someone new, but like maybe even though he's so good, he's actually the issue and like how he works with his teammates. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I'm not sitting here throwing shade. It's just like they keep changing all players except him and the same results keep happening. So I don't, that kind of seems like the definition of insanity of like doing the same thing over and over. Well, right? do you, but, but do you want the person results. who's going to give you results even if they're not like the top top results, right? Like that's, I guess it's ambition, right? And phase, yeah. yeah. Like I think they definitely want they want to build a team around them for sure, which Rogue tried to do for a very very long time. Um, but it's just like I, like like how do you how do you make that sandwich? How do you how do you cook that dish? Like what are the ingredients for that? Like you already have first killer, but like maybe you know maybe you're trying to mix like peanut butter with shrimp instead of jelly like it's just not working you know like you gotta, you gotta find something else you know so I, I, i'm not saying that they need a roster change but they they, they need to do something like you like I'm, I'm confused that they've had all these star-studded players on the roster for a couple seasons now and they can't seem to to eke out the dub you know what i mean like they, they should be winning more is. considering 
their level, I guess. Is the yeah, point. like their floor and their ceiling. They're all insanely talented players, all three of them, right? We've, we've watched Sypical come up. We watched First Killer come up, right? We watched Mist come up, right, with the what was previously the, the Pittsburgh Knights with Reddles, Mist, and, and Gyro. Like, the, like we watched these guys come up, and they've established themselves in the scene now. They're no longer rookies, just like you were saying with Astral. And it's like, like even though they have established themselves, something still isn't quite working with this roster what it is i don't know i don't i don't know if maybe like maybe they're lacking a like a like a mental sports consultant and maybe you know maybe rolled is just trying to fill that role of like you know strategist hype man and like and like confidant you know which can be a lot for one person for sure i mean don't get me wrong Rold, of all people to do it it would be rolled is rolled is such a such an awesome person and a great player and like everything you hear about him seems to be pretty spot on. And he's really, really chill at land. Like, but I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. There's, there's some kind of missing ingredient there. You know, do you think, and, and like, I, I think we've, we've definitely talked about this before, but like, I think when you only have one player that you kind of see as the hyper carry, when that player has a game off, it kind of destroys your whole game plan. Right, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Like you now, need... now, it's added pressure put onto the rest of your roster. Yeah, and it's you need. I mean, I think a lot of these teams. What you'll see is if one player isn't playing like that hyper carry or isn't able to do it, another play, player will step up and take that role. Mm-hmm. Um, like in a more in a moist, it might be Astro or Joyo, right? Um, given like the role, um, and maybe rise more of an enabler, or then maybe you know, I, I'd have to watch them a little more to, to kind of get that. But I, but I, what, I'm just like, I'm curious if that's one of those things where it's like so much focus is put on this one player, and then because you force the other two players to play a certain style to enable this player, um, when that doesn't work out, it, it kind of makes it really hard, right? Yeah, uh, I, I agree with you. I think it might be a style thing. It's kind of like my sneaking suspicion. Because to your point, if you if you look at teams like Moist that have kept their their Joy on Rise part of the roster, they're still playing their style and it still works, and they still have clutch factor even whilst changing a very integral third member of their team. You know, it I, it very much could be a style thing. Like they tend to be a very very aggressive team for sure. And then we've seen them we've seen them in times where um, they you know, have tried to adapt to other teams who understand that they like to play aggressive and will wait for them. So in, in turn, they will, they will sort of, how do I put it? They, they will, <laughs> they will feed the suspicion that like, Oh, we're going to play fast this time around and, and get the other team thinking that way. And when the other team starts to play to that pace, they just slow down and wait for the ball. Cause they're, they're all mechanically gifted and, and very good at the game position wise, like game sense wise, knowledge wise. So at any given point, like they could easily turn a counter attack in a matter of seconds, but to what end, I'm not entirely sure whether or not they're already, I'm, I'm sure they probably are trying out different style options, but I, I think this, this goes back to your conversation of uh, the mentality of young adults and, and kids who, tend to have a hard time adapting to things and change. Um, and maybe this is one of those, this could be one of those things, you know, this could Do be you like, think it- like, no, this is going to work. We're going to make it work. We're going to find a way as opposed to potentially trying alternate options, but I don't know for sure. It's really hard to say. Do you think there's anything to like performance, like specific performance based 
I'm gonna land, and it has very little actually to do with strategy, a lot more to do with handling pressure. I mean, I'm curious if that's a thing where maybe, you know, we joke about fourth clan or whatever, but like when that's seeped into your mind and you're in a semis, and you're you know, also I wonder representing if that's a, thing a super that... tier one org with a lot of pressure on your shoulders. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that could be a thing. That's... That's kind of that's kind of what I was alluding to with like you know maybe maybe they don't have like a like a solid mental consultant or you know sports um, psychiatrist or what what have you like on the team to kind of help bolster their their resiliency from match to match series to series right and I think mm-hmm. they could be a team that could benefit from it I, again I don't know most of these players personally but you you know you hear open admittance from players about like oversleeping and missing matches for scrims or, you know, having, having parts of their lives that aren't like really fully together. And it's things like that, that can lead to poor, like lackluster performances. Like you really got to nail down a routine. You got to get good sleep. You got to be eating well. Like we've, we've talked about this at lengths with prof as well. Shout outs to prof. Like this, this is something that most people that age don't take seriously enough. Like, Oh no, it's fine. I'm just so good. I'll just wake up and everything's going to be fine. It's like, no, you come to learn in your in your young adulthood, especially in the college people in their twenties, going into their early thirties. Like prep work is huge because it reduces the strain on you and how much you actually need to do when the time does come to perform, because you set yourself up for success to have an easier time. So it's 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 a very integral part of competition that I don't think the Rocket League scene takes seriously enough. They are like you you have seen, you know, like a like sort of an explosion of like newer and older coaches coming up to the forefront to try and help guide these players in the right direction as, as well as um, you know, the, the, the mental aspect and people like prof coming up and representing orgs and really help um, solidifying these rosters and giving them the skills they need in order to compete at the highest level when they need to. Um, but kind of like phases clans like inability to catch a dub it seems like rocket league is still kind of struggling with that as a whole in the in the pro scene at least that's what it looks like from a um, spectator's perspective Uh, i just i hope we come to sort of figure that issue out sooner than later and i think we will i mean we're, we're still getting huge sponsorship but again that plays into exactly what you're saying like maybe that puts a lot of pressure unnecessary pressure on these players right like like Gen G, look at Gen G. Like they're <laughs> going to. It's kind of use this as a segue to your other point. Like, are they an NA or EU team? But like, um, you know, they're sponsored by Mobile One. That's like, that's like the gas giant of the world. Like one of the biggest gas companies in the world, and sponsoring this little Rocket League team. And it's not the first time Mobile's been involved in Rocket League, but I believe it's the first time they've sponsored a specific team as opposed to the scene as a whole. Which, when you have to appease sponsors that big i'm sure like i don't know for sure but i my my opinion is that there's probably quite a bit of contractual obligations that need to be met that might also put them under a lot of pressure right like we look at the uh the uh what is it the dignitas roster i believe it is or no the um excuse me the vitality roster with the depending on how you guys perform this season, the lowest performing player is going to get dropped. So exotic can come in like, <laughs> or uh, not exotic uh, Zen, excuse me, yeah, like yeah. the the absolute prodigy at a EU right now, who was like, he's like the equivalent of what Daniel was coming up in, in NA. Um, it's like, it's just, it's, I don't know. It Like, I don't know how well these players are handling that kind of, that kind of uh, pressure to perform for, 
their salary essentially. And maybe right? maybe those sponsors like, pay their their yeah. use. You know what I mean? Like, and Rocket League's so much more cutthroat sometimes than even like professional leagues who have, at least have like professional like a team union or player union or something like equivalent of that, right? Like right. at least representation, where it's just like not like if you're not performing well, there's you know five other prodigies that are up and coming right. that will take a probably a, a paycheck like cut you know what i mean to what you're mm-hmm. making and we'll throw them on and we'll probably paycheck cut they've probably never been paid you know, <laughs> they're like i can say, get you know, paid 50 bucks <laughs> you, you're gonna give me a gift card <laughs> um yeah heck yes i could buy a new controller let's go let's go you give me you just give me a controller <laughs> you're giving me a t-shirt oh, anyway <laughs> uh there you go um yep. I think uh, actually this will be fun because like speaking of that like uh, we have a trade window usually opens up in January right yeah, uh, yeah right after the so major that, one and it's always a fun one they do it feels like the biggest one for us it's like okay you tested out this new team in this new season after the first major uh, let's see if we go wild you know <laughs> let's see if we right. get transformania um, let's let's uh, compare I want to compare the AI. Uh, power rankings kind of from last week that we we're talking about with the actual mm-hmm. results and he'd okay. see how well the AI predicted. Now okay. you're gonna you're gonna give me you're gonna tell me which one we're gonna do. So we can either use the power rankings that they have here where they have a top eight, but they also have a list at the bottom uh for the AI, AI, AI simulated major for a top eight. So mm-hmm. like of what they predicted would be in the top eight. And I don't know if it's one to one with what we have in the power rankings that's what i'm curious about yeah if i'm not mistaken i believe the power rankings were strictly based off the the stats that currently exist right and then the i i don't know exactly how the top eight was calculated and we went over it a bit with webs but it it seems to be you know what let's just let's just compare it i'm i i will let the uh math wizards uh look at the uh, like how they found it but we're just going to compare their their like very nice chart okay we're going to compare their nice infographic here (laughs) Nice graphic, uh, with, guys. Yeah, yeah, nice graphic. It's listen, as long as it's not a Swiss bracket explainer. <laughs> Seriously. Uh the the Rock League put out. Um anyway. <laughs> uh I sorry, I, I just remember once like going back to that episode and laughing my head off about how mad I was at the Swiss bracket uh, and how it looked. <laughs> you, I'm you like, just say bad. it's a Swiss bracket, and it would explain it better than 40 different rectangles anyway true uh okay so their ai power rankings was face clan g2 carmen space station genji version one oxygen and team liquid and the actual results um was well the winners of course were gen g <laughs> and then we had moist coming in second yep uh and then we had uh team secret and phase coming in third fourth Mm-hmm. Um, Carmen Corp and quarters, V1 and quarters, Oxygen and quarters, and Team Liquid and quarters. So I think apart from, so what I'm seeing here, apart from, uh, so G2 didn't. Okay, so they were wrong about G2 here on this one. Unfortunately, uh, they were wrong about Team Secret. Definitely, like I think they threw Team Secret like fifteenth. Yeah. Um, and this is, I think this is one of those things where the, the AI is also looking at the competition they face, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what happens when you have like a secluded region coming to the, you know, I guess everyone else, like they, can, anyway, they can over <laughs> overperform or that region is now way better. We don't know. Uh, Could be. Then, uh, so there's two off there. But apart from that, 
Yeah, G2, Space Station. Uh, is that the only thing's wrong? I, I, that's, I yeah. believe so. That's what it yeah. sounds like. Replace so, them with, uh, what, Oxygen and Team Secret. Yeah, it sounds no, like... No, sorry, yeah. no, Team Secret and... Oh, what's the other one that it replaced? What's the other one? There should be two, right? Uh, maybe? <laughs> maybe? Hold on. Maybe. Hold on. Oh, Moist, Moist. They were wrong about Moist. Yeah. Sorry. So they were yeah. wrong about Moist and they were... But at least, like, Moist, I think they had in, like, 10th. So they, it was it was relatively close to, to uh, Team Liquid, so I... I mean, they didn't see Moist doing as well, but but still. So, I mean, six out of eight—that's not bad. <laughs> like, if I if I were making best, you know, on each of these, like making top eight, you would have been six out of eight. That that wouldn't have been bad at all. <laughs> right. It also leads uh, me to believe that maybe AI can do more than just you know draw pictures. <laughs> <laughs> maybe hey, they're the actually like the- really smart, and uh, we should watch out because the world's gonna end. Robots no, it's the programmers behind it. Okay, they have to mm-hmm, force mm-hmm. Skynet. the right a prop, proper amount of learning so that it's actually good, <laughs> and they actually have to be good at what they're doing. But I, I think it's really cool that, that how how well it did. I mean, this is one of those things though. It's like even with these predictabilities, obviously on the day, on whatever whether they what what they ate in the morning, how much they slept could affect all these results, right? So I think that's why, like, no matter how well how good your predictions are, uh, over time it gets harder and harder, right? Mm, um, like for instance like it, okay let's just say we make it even smaller right I, I said the top 8 there top 4 right take the top 4 they had Face Clan G2 Carmen Cora and Space Station mm. and the actual results it was 2 out of 4 you know <laughs> so true <laughs> the, 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 uh, the, the actual how well it did with the top 4 was, was a lot worse and then it did not predict the finalists for sure yeah um, unfortunately yeah, but I mean, it's, it's. I think it's still it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool gauge. I mean, I like this just for like someone, especially someone who ha- maybe wants to get back into the esports scene, right? Mm. Just getting a gauge of where teams are at, like a general idea of, of where teams are at, and then because then you know if this is an underdog underdog matchup or if this is like oh this seems favored to this team, right? Um, although sure. the casters probably do that. <laughs> I feel like there's a bit of bias in there, though. You know what I mean? So. Again, that plays into the whole, well, the caster said it, it must be true. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? And what did they constantly say? Oh, he's insane. Best player in the world. Stop it. You stop that right now. (laughs) Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, I thought it was a great major. Um, It it was quick. I mean, all these EU for us, all the EU majors, are they happen quick in the morning. Like you're... Uh are we, are we lunch, wait, done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt you here. Are we going to ignore the fact that James Cheese actually played out of their minds and looked fantastic as a new squad? Like the real life squad? Are we are we going to completely ignore this? Like yeah, like granted they they didn't go where they probably wanted to go, but comparatively to the old roster last year, they looked like leagues better. Like sure they were missing some follow-up touches and maybe hmm, a couple of whiffs here and there and <laughs> missed connections and timing on team plays, but they've, they've, they've come a long way, man. They have really come I, a long I, no, way. No, no, no. Okay. I, I'm being facetious. Okay. James, James cheese. I, I was very, who was it? You or Rob's who had the pick of James cheese winning? That was me. That was absolutely me. I, I, I have full you faith you in James cheese. On that one. Yep. Went with your heart. Yep, um, I trust but, my heart. It's never but you know what? Me. You know what? <laughs> I, I think it's no, no. I mean, and I've said this for a while, when I, especially when it comes to specifically realize, 
Hmm. I think we saw ever since the first land realized attended that that BDS land where we had the um, the the NA and EU haven't touched for a year land right and that right. was but I also remember that being the land that realized was there for the first time. Right. I felt since there he's gonna getting a lot more experience with these uh, tournaments, mm-hmm. uh, international tournaments, and I think I think this is one of those things right where we had a team secret where you had a um, an org that's playing in their own region and then they come over right doing yep. extremely well. Um, but I think the reality is because Team Secret's so good, and because I'm sure they're scrimming with all the other Sam teams as a whole, everyone mm. there is really, really good at this point. Like I think that scene's probably matured a lot more than we're right. giving it credit for. And I think with OCE, especially with like you know the, the recent retirements and stuff like that, right? Um, well. I mean, I guess if Power and if some other teams, but like Pioneers and JMCs, I think those scenes, you need all, like, let's just say the top three, top four teams, all the teams in general getting better, right? So then when you go into these international tournaments, you're actually playing against that level of competition. Yep. Uh, and so, I mean, and then once again, like, this, uh, we'll call it the, uh, the Asia and Friends. <laughs> who moved to Asia region. Uh, It's one of those things where I think it's still really early. And I think a lot of these teams just established themselves, but now they actually have to rise to the occasion of of all of them becoming better uh, in order so so they can start competing again. To be, to be honest with you, like, I think it's there. I, I, again, I, I, I watched their series and it really just looks like, they're just, it's very, very small, fixable things like some missed follow touches, a couple of whiffs here and there, or uh, follow up touches, a couple of whiffs here and there. And to be honest with you, because most people don't know, Virtuoso was actually like the first player to really implement demo meta in Rocket League years ago. So Rettles was not the first, and it was not, <laughs> it was not, it was not the peeps. <clears throat> um, they just perfected it. <laughs> and for a brief moment, for a brief moment there, I'm going to forget which series here. It's going to destroy me. Give me a second to Liquipedia that to check myself. Uh, tournaments. Nope, not tournaments. Rocket League. Things. Where are go? Where Where do? What happened? Where Where'd it go? What happened? Which split? Blaza, blaza. Where'd it go? <laughs> I can't find that. Anyways, they had a um, they had a series where Virtuoso started going for demos, and you could see so much more offensive opportunities and 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 openings were generated on the field, but they weren't mm-hmm. capitalized on mm. because maybe two players rotated back, or you know another player got demoed and third was nowhere to be found. And it's just just small little. I think bits of miscommunication. Um, like really, I believe this is like, it, it's, it's just small fixes for them. Like if, if, if Virtuoso goes back to his old style and does what made Rettles famous, right. And plays that role. I think that opens up the door for Kami to support realize in his filthy mechanics and realize himself could be the quote, like first killer of his team because he's so mechanically consistent. He could just, he could just go, just put ball in net all the time if he had the opportunity. If he had a little bit maybe of the, the defense demoed or like getting you know slung the ball from an angle that maybe they weren't expecting. Like, the, like there is the formula there for a winning team. They just need a little little bit more, honestly. 
they looked really, really good. Okay. My hat's yeah, off. I'm, to I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, this is a team I'm going to cheer for anyway. It's, it's <laughs> still one of my favorite teams to cheer for. So uh, uh, we're we're ho- we're hoping that this will be a uh, yeah maybe Virtuoso starts demoing a little more and we'll uh, we'll get there. Also, kind of sad that uh, that power kind of just got kicked to the curb. They were looking really strong going in, and yep. they just couldn't they couldn't carry the momentum, unfortunately. And honestly. Liquid surprised the heck out of me. I know we apologize, but I, I have to round back to this very briefly. Like, Liquid surprised the absolute heck out of me with with some of the baseline mechanical plays they were going for. Right? They they weren't doing anything overly flashy. They were just being extremely consistent with their touches and just playing around people. It was very very impressive to watch. <laughs> Thus I mean, further proving you don't need mechs to win Rocket League. <laughs> you yep. Really don't. And so it helps. <laughs> I mean that that is I mean at the highest level I mean if the other team's doing their job they shouldn't let you do a lot of max right <laughs> correct so what do you have correct. to rely on foundational correct. skills exactly exactly okay uh, I think with that we'll uh, move on from this tournament but I, I think it was a nice one here uh, indeed, and indeed. I think really once again January always resets and we have uh, a lot more kind of picking up uh, you know with the trades and then it, you know it hypes up again so I'm true, excited for true. that. True. Uh, yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about Frosty Fest, um, which was mm, Frosty Fest. Uh, Frosty Fest. Yeah, you heard about mm. Frosty Fest. Frosty Fest. It's quite frigid, from what I gather. <laughs> wow. Uh, <amazing. laughs> I, I like how frigid is is actually even more of a double entendre than you might initially uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> because it's a fridge. And anyway, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> amazing. Well, if you like your hot cocoa, uh, you can get the. Uh, Wow, it's called a Lo-Fi Girl Coca Topper. Well, so okay. What if what if I like some Coca? That's do you, do, you, do you know who Lo-Fi Girl is? Oh, is that the actual? Oh, wait, oh, it's literally. Sorry, now that I see the the, I've I've seen this particular. So when I go to Lo-Fi Player Banner, uh, yeah, the, I I know exactly who this is. Okay, yeah, amazing. That that channel's been around for some time. It's actually really really cool that um that that channel's getting featured in Rocket League because. Honestly, if you're a long-term or like a long-standing Rocket League player and fan, you know like Rocket League and Lo-Fi kind of go together like peanut butters and bananas or peanut butter and jelly or whatever your little combo is that you like chocolate and milk. Or not peanut butter if you're allergic to peanut butter. (laughs) Yeah, or like mac and cheese, you know what I mean? Or Um, like just bread if you're not, anyway. (laughs) Weird. Bread and jam. jam. Pancakes and syrup. Yes. Yes. There you go. There you go. Maple syrup. For you weird, 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 old, old heads, maybe like uh, a can will open some cottage cheese. Cottage cheese is gross. You can't convince me otherwise. But <laughs> there you go. Honestly, it, it's a uh, it's really cool to see. I like that they're again we we hit on this topic before. They're kind of just throwing stuff on the wall, seeing what sticks. They're introducing new channels, new ideas, bringing things in instead of just giving us the traditional. Hey, you can collect these wintry Christmas themed items for like two weeks and you know, snow mode. Hooray. Which I haven't played the new mode yet, but I, I just, I like seeing this, them incorporating the community into the game more and more and more. I think it, I think it's kind of a nod to like, we see you, we hear you. Like we want to do more with you and include you more. Um, to me, this is a bit of a stretch, but it's a foreshadow to eventually creative modes coming. I don't think it's not, never going to come it's just it's just going to take time yeah i love how they finally had the hockey map yeah they're combining the hockey map with the hockey bug <laughs> seriously right um anyway I, yeah yeah this will be fun 
I want I yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's it's nice that okay, like this is the thing. I've been part of communities where they don't do this stuff, right? They don't do this is like the basics I feel for any community that's still trying to be like that that has a developer that is still actively making sure that your uh your esport is growing or your game is growing. Hmm. is stuff like this right where like at minimum you should have events based on the season like i feel yeah. like now yeah. it's very much the minimum uh in in any kind of you know upper echelon game so i'm happy they continue doing it and this is what they came up with currently and i believe like literally this is like not so long after the fire and ice you know whole theme the strategic right. theme that we talked about i think we literally yeah. talked about it last week so mm-hmm. um it's it's a nice kind of double whammy here uh, with the opening of season nine. Side note too. Um, yep. For those of you who don't know, there is a <coughs> rocket league Twitch streamer slash now new YouTube content creator by the name of chief beef R underscore RL really, really chill, positive individual who, if you want to see more about this frosty fest bit, I think he's having a partnered stream with lo-fi girl this Sunday on the 18th. And he usually, I think he usually starts streaming at like 6 PM Eastern. If you're kind of, interested in seeing more about like what the content is in game i think they're going to be showcasing it quite a bit amazing that's good that's good i mean it it i feel like almost they should have those streams like pop up i don't know if like in game but like i wonder if like youtube videos like that just like throwing in like some of the explanation as to what you're doing with the new thing when mm. you open the game not just like reading just literally like showing little videos like that just being like oh this is what you have this is what you can do yeah like, like the little up. the little trailers and whatnot yeah, yeah, but like have yeah. the end game. As soon as you log on, you can't do anything else. You have to like at least watch thirty seconds of something. You know, I, I think that's, stuff like that's good. I kind of agree and disagree. Okay, I, well, there's an X I'm button. A, there's a giant X button you can click if you have to click. But at least it like starts and hopefully it's good. Okay, enough there, that's that, that covers it. That's all I needed to like, <laughs> at least like because that's one thing every no, no. gamer hates is a lack of options. Like at least give me the option to skip it, so I'm not forced to watch it. Every right? time you log into a new account. Oh my I don't God. know why, but now I, I need to click why. the X button. <laughs> and now I need to press A to jump at the ball, and B is the boost button. Circle respectively for your PlayStation controller players, and I don't know what it is on keyboard. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's probably space bar for jump, all right? <laughs> probably, honestly. Uh, um, but there you go. Uh, no, but but it's, it's cool that they're doing this. And uh, yes, yes, I, it'd be nice if they advertise these things. It needs to be in your face, but also exit exitable. <laughs> yeah you, yeah, you have one. to be able to escape <laughs> and run away from it uh speaking of escape <laughs> and running away from uh there's some new cabined accounts uh that all the all the uh teenagers and pre-teenagers will be very mad at um what these are essentially like from the gist of what i read about these um it's it's essentially like parental controls before parental controls if that makes sense yep. which is actually a great idea yep um all right, and all the 13-year-olds, they're like, oh, I want to be edgy, and I want to be, like, you know, hearing all the terrible things humans are going to say at you on the internet. I'm like, mm-hmm. enjoy your innocence, okay? All right, this is for your own good. Yep. Um, but what, what I would say is, essentially what it does is, is it, like, prevents certain features, like, especially chat-related features yep. uh, that, that you can't have access to. Um, and then if you do have your parents come in, uh, they can change it a little bit if they want to give you, you know, some more features. Uh, but it, it essentially lets you play... the or it's probably even better for the parents who just want to leave this game with like a seven-year-old and right. not have to worry about anything. They can just let the kid play online against random people or, or you know, random game modes and not have to worry about that stuff. So. Right, exactly. So, 
I think it's 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 actually a really smart thing. I'm gonna be honest, especially I like that Rocket League's doing it for a game that has some so much of the younger audience to make sure that you're uh, you're uh, you're doing that on the straight and narrow. To be honest with you, I'm kind of kind of curious to hear some of our uh, listeners' parent like our who are parents like their thoughts on things like Frank or or Tim and people like that to to get sort of how they feel about it to get sort of community feedback on on what's to come you know is this is this positive for rocket league is this helpful does that help them in terms of like having systems like this implemented in games does that make it a bit easier to be a gamer parent you know parenting a potential gamer you know like there's there's a lot of questions to be asked there i think it it might might be pretty good i i think it will definitely help rock league specifically with parents who might not necessarily know as much about uh video games for sure um or if there's more games like this that are just doing this stuff naturally because then it can reassure parents that are like don't know as much but they know like oh you're not gonna get some vile you know discussing human beings saying some terrible things okay right because they're you know they're tired of their job but you know their their best way to you know you know get rid of it is to say everything online to probably 11 year olds you know yeah. They're playing against and they're like wow look at humanity and we want to keep them positive all right we we don't need to we don't need to destroy we don't need to in, yeah we, and we don't also need to increase the amount of naysayers there's already enough of those gaming's not a thing like, ah you're such a boomer <laughs> there you go yeah we don't need them replying with boomer either i guess um but with that, uh i guess i guess actually i'll finish the show with a with a funny thought um I actually saw two people, uh, you know, just to relate to my own life right now, uh, playing a certain game on their on their phones uh, in class in middle school. Here, uh, what 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 was what do you think the game was? Uh, it's either Sideswipe or Hearthstone. It was Sideswipe. So ah, I knew it. Sideswipe, I knew it. Yeah, um, which I thought was kind of fun, um, but I it's a hundred percent. I think that is the age, like you know, like teenagers, like younger teenagers. I think that's. I, I played all of the like you know mobile games then as well, so I think it's probably the target demographic. I know someone was saying in the Discord like, "What happened to the sideswipe?" Well, it's like, well, people who play Rocket League normally would just prefer to play Rocket League normally because it's better. <laughs> is better, and people who have time to play on their phone are probably not adults, you know, <laughs> like more than likely, if, or they yeah. are adults, but the time to play is so minimal. Sideswipe well, would actually be perfect, you know, cause it's like two uh, minute games instead of five. I think the point is, is like you enjoy, <laughs> like if you're already sitting down to play a video game, you might as well do something that you like more fully enjoy. Right. Uh, and so, so I think, I think, it, I think it's still a fun game. I think it's actually a well-designed game. Thank you, uh, Dave for, uh, <laughs> Yay, Dave! Woo! Creating the idea of of uh, Sprocket League, uh, which this is all came from. A hundred percent. You cannot. I like. I'm like. Who's gonna fight me on this? You know what I mean? How are you gonna fight me that this was not like, anyone who doesn't it? know the history of ASAP and who, how awesome Dave is in the program he be and also Tank Quest. Yeah, look at Tank Quest <laughs> on Steam if you want to help Dave out. Um, but he might even have some like specials going on now. But but yeah. Um, Ooh, fancy! For those who don't know, Tank Quest is like. A cooler version of like the Wii uh, tank game, if you ever played that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but Dave made it cooler, okay? Because Dave is cool, man. Dave is Dave cool. Is, and then Dave, Dave also makes Rocket League. I just like love how like Dave would like post stuff. Like every time he posts something, two K Reddit posts. <laughs> so I'm like, Dave, you're Seriously. you're on another level, my dude. Uh, but because he actually had things to offer, maybe that was it. Okay. May- maybe uh, maybe you found your social media manager. I'm just saying. 
Oh, no, no, I don't want to bother uh, Dave with, with things that are beneath him. <laughs> I'm not saying being a social media manager is beneath him. I'm just saying Dave's doing some great things with his life, so I wanted to get to Go, Dave. Happy for you. I miss you. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, yeah, I think we'll end it here. Uh, maybe, you know what, maybe uh, let's let's uh, give you the uh, option here, Cursor. What's your... Actually, no, wait, wait this, is, this is easy. Okay, your... Your homework, should you choose to accept it, is to look up Tanquest. All right, and just take a look at it, and then maybe, uh, maybe yeah. get it. There you yeah. go. Yeah, I like. It's that. like you beat me to the punch. <laughs> well, I think you like you. You didn't tell me, but like you like mind messaged me through the air of yep. like because I was thinking one thing, and then you like it hit me. I'm like no, something about totally the holidays or whatever. But like no, yeah, 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 no, yeah. no. Just there look up Tanquest. Do your, do yourselves a flavor. It's awesome. Go check it out. <laughs> yes, yes. It'll be it'll be quite tasty. Um, so... <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> Rewind it back if you want to get that joke. Uh, <laughs> that that was an in and an in. Um, okay, what I will say. Hopefully, <laughs> goes out from the bottom. Oh my goodness, I'm so good oh at this. My, oh my goodness. Um, uh, yes. Um, Somebody stop this man. I. I'm very happy with what I just did there, but it'll, it'll, it'll take someone uh, a full, you know, university essay to to answer it, to, or to figure oh. out what I did there. Oh my! Uh, I know what I did there. I will explain it at some point. Maybe maybe ask me during the anniversary, the the four year anniversary stream. I'll answer what happened here. There you go. Uh, anyway, have a good one. I'll see you guys next time. Thank you, Cursor, for being on. Uh, we'll have that special coming out. Uh, after that, I'm sure we'll do like a year review stuff. So it's all coming forward. Uh, and you know, I'm slowly starting the planning, trying to figure out what we're going to do, how the kind of year is going to look like for our community and stuff. So I'm trying to get on top of that, uh, slowly as well. So hopefully, hopefully a little, uh, you know, there'll be big things. And, uh, I, I know I, yes. Um, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank I wish you. Wish you all well. Goodbye. Bye.